Lunchtime Live on News Talk. Thanks to Video Doc. See a GP online anytime for prescriptions and sick notes. Download the Video Doc app. Videodoc.ie. This is Kira, and this is a Lunchtime Live podcast from News Talk. If you like what you hear, don't forget that you can subscribe via the app or on iTunes and make sure to check us out at newstalk.com forward slash lunchtime live. Thanks for listening. Ashling also got in touch with us on Twitter to say, Kira, today is the day to talk to the kids about climate change. My daughter's going to the protest, but her school doesn't support it. That's true of a lot of schools. Uh, some are supporting it, but lots not. Uh, Ashling was too shy to come on air, but we are still happy to discuss the topic. And I am joined now on the line from the protest by Flossie, uh, who has been on Lunchtime Live with us before because she is quite the Trojan when it comes to issues of uh, the environment. And she was the kid who, in fact, highlighted the plastic that was washing up on Sandy Cove Beach. And we are delighted to welcome her back. Flossie, welcome back to Lunchtime Live. Why are you attending the protest today? To show politicians and governments around the world that children do not going on. It's our future and we care about the climate change. Okay, and I believe you're speaking at the protest too, is that right? Yeah. And and what, what do you want to say? You know what, there's going to be loads of people at the protest, but there's loads of people listening to this too. Slow it down a tiny bit, Flossie, but tell the people what you want to say. I want to talk about climate and plastic pollution, what I do, why I do it, and why children should not be afraid to have to do anything like that. Yeah. Do, do you feel cross that it's your generation who are, who are very young now who will inherit the planet maybe in 20 or 30 years' time maybe not in, in good shape? And when, yes, but I'd never be cross. If I'm annoyed or cross, it would just be, um, I would just never get on with the problem. Okay. If, I'm, if I'm cross, I just will continue being cross and I won't get on with the problem. Stay positive, I'll just get on with it faster. Fair play to you. Are there many people there today, Flossie? Thousands. Whereabouts are you now? I know it's a bit noisy, but that's just the nature of protests. Where are you now? We are still in the same place. I'm not sure where we are. I'm not really sure what part of it is. Are you Are you near the door? Um, no, we're on a roof. Okay. You're on a roof? Oh, my goodness. Um, no, we're... Say that again? I'm not sure where I am. Okay. No, that's, that's okay. That's okay. And do you think... Do you think this will make a difference, Flossie? Do you think school children around the country putting down their pencils and walking out of their classrooms and going to demand change from government? I mean, it's a very strong image. It's a very strong image for the media. Um, and I think people can't ignore it. But do you think it will make a difference? Yes, I think it's going to make a huge difference. OK, look, come here. The line is a little bit tricky, but thank you so much for speaking. Very best of luck today. You're a very impressive young lady. Thanks. Okay, all right, thank you. Uh, Molly is also on the line. Molly, you're missing school today and you're on your way to the protest with school pals, is that right? Yes, I am. Okay, what what year or class are you in? Um, I'm in transition year. Okay, and was your school supportive of you uh, of you doing this? Um, no, the school weren't supportive. They oh. actually, they sent a text out to all the parents saying that um, they would that it is a full school day and everyone should be in attendance and that the parents should support this view. And, well, this really discouraged the parents and a lot of people aren't allowed to come to the protest from our school currently, which is a shame, really. OK. OK, that, that's, that's interesting. Did, what did your parents do? They took a different view, did they? 
Well, yes. Um, I, thankfully, am allowed to come to the protest. Yeah. Um, I was at a municipal meeting this morning, so I wasn't able to go into school and walk out. But I know that a lot of people from my class and my year and from other years were able to. And I'm just really happy that people were able to walk out. Okay, and so will you get in any kind of trouble, Molly, when you go back? Because I have heard, and people are texting as well, saying in their school they've been threatened with suspension if they take uh, like a day off that isn't a sick day or isn't an approved day. Well, um, I'm, nothing has been threatened to us or said to us. There have been people emailing the um, some teachers and like the faculty to see what are the repercussions for going. Um, I hope that the students got a signed note so that nothing does happen. But really, we don't know. OK, OK. Um, and tell me, Molly, why are you and your pals? Why are you on your way there? Why does this matter to you? Because I, I, I presume it's not just having a skite, taking a day off school. I think a lot of I think a lot of young people actually feel very strongly about this. Tell me tell me what your view is. Well, my view is really that this will affect all of us the most and our children like I know that there's kind of debates going on in our generation whether it is I don't know is it fair to have children in a world that we know isn't going to be as good as it is for us now or as inhabitable and you know I don't know the standard of living is going to go down so much not just because of the weather but of just everything, you know, kids who live in cities are prone to asthma and it's going to get worse and everything is just, I don't know, it's going to get worse unless you stop. I would suggest half the planet is going to become unlivable on, you know, well, well some of the planet is already unlivable on, but, but more of it and we're going to see mass migration, we're going to see shortage of food, we're going to see people starving, we're going to see illnesses. It's, it, we're looking probably at, at chaos going forward for, for, for the generations. If you, and here's the thing Molly, lots of politicians do listen to this show because we know because they text us and they tweet us. If you could talk right now to the politicians running this country, what do you want to say them you have the airwaves go on hit them okay well i'd like to say that 70 percent of just the whole problem really is the whole world all the governments are still endorsing companies that are like using the most oil Mm -hmm. producing the most emissions everything and Every single one of us, every single normal person walking around can change their ways and it still won't be enough. So policies need to be brought in. Oil needs to be taxed more and more needs to be done. And global goals need to be met because they're not being met. The 2020 goals for Ireland haven't been met and the 2030 goals probably won't be met either. So, yeah. And does it, I asked Flossie this too, but does it make you angry, Molly? Because you're you're below the age at TY. What are you, 16? Yeah. Yeah. You're below the age of a vote. You don't have a vote for two more years. And I hope you do use your vote. I bet I have a funny feeling you oh, will I too. Will. Yeah, I've, I've had a feeling <laughs> you would. But, which is a great thing. And, and I mean that sincerely. But you don't have a, a proper voice at the moment. Would, 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 you know, do you feel angry that all this stuff happens and yet people like yourself who are clearly informed and motivated and interested and passionate about it, you're excluded from, from actually being able to put pressure on by, by voting? 
Yeah, it is. It is very unfair that we aren't able to vote on this or anything. So most of what we're doing is we have to convince other people that this isn't just a trend or it isn't just, you know, something that's happening today and won't be talked about tomorrow. Yeah. So, I mean, it would be great if we were able to vote on it. But really what we need people, people who can vote and people who are able to and aren't registered need to register and they need to vote on matters like these because just people need to be selfless and think of people who are going to live in the next 100 years, hopefully. Absolutely. Look, thank you very much for speaking to us, Molly. Best of luck this afternoon. I hope there's no trouble at the school, but very, very, very best of luck. Um, Aren't these very impressive young people coming on and talking to us? I tell you what, lads, the Green Party's votes are going to swell over the next couple of years. There's a whole swathe of young people coming into the electorate and they are absolutely passionate about these issues. Uh, I think we may see a very different doll in the next decade or so. I, I, I think this movement isn't going to be put, this is no genie going back in a bottle here. It's not going to happen. Um, Cormac is also on the line. Cormac, you're a scientist yourself and you've written about climate change. What do you think of the protest today? Are, are, do you think it's a great idea or do you think we're doing the wrong things? Uh, no, no, I think it's a very good idea. I don't know that I've that much to add after your last excellent guest. <laughs> that was extremely... Uh, Impressive, yes, no, absolutely. Yeah. But I, I suppose one or two things I would say is in answer to these letters to the papers I keep seeing about, you know, should they be cutting school, etc., etc. Well, I would say, you know, even thinking about climate change involves thinking about physics, chemistry, environmental science, civic science, even politics, you know. So it's the original interdisciplinary subject, if you like. You know, um, the, about the only plus side of it of the global threat of climate change is that you know it's not a subject like physics or chemistry; it's an interdisciplinary subject. So it's wonderful to have young people thinking about that subject at that age. It's the best possible education, in my view. That's the first point I would make on it. I, I think you're totally right. And I think that what you really want to bring out of school and an education, what you really want to take away from it is the ability to think and analyse and form opinions and all those things. And I think that's today is one of those things. I, I, I have to confess, I have I have a daughter on her way into the protest myself. So that's my position on it. And I know that actually, in fairness, her school weren't keen on, on them going either. But yeah. we've said, yeah. look, go. I, I think this is a movement that you should exactly. enc- we should encourage among young people. Young yeah. people taking yeah. positive actions about their, their world is surely to be applauded. Yeah. Um, as you say, I've been writing about climate science for a while now. and But to be honest, I'm not that surprised that finally a civic movement has got started, a civic protest movement. And I'm not at all surprised that it's actually young people, because I think the reason for that is quite simple. Young people tend to be, they're much more open about things like global long-term threats. I'm afraid as we get older, there's no question once we sort of become embedded in our professions, we tend to, you know, look at the next day, the short term and the local. I mean, look at, for example, our obsession about Brexit, which is justified in a way, but in a way, Brexit is nothing comparison in comparison with climate change. And yet, most of us, once we reach middle age or older, you know, we find it harder to think of things on that scale. And in fact, it, you know, it's a sort of a funny point that John Gibbons made some time ago, the journalist John Gibbons. I know him well, but it's yeah. A ve- yeah, and it's a very valid point, is that if you look at the few remaining scientists who are sort of notable sceptics, you know, yeah. and who sort of, you know, talk about someone like me as an alarmist, 
they're invariably over 65 years of age. And I don't mean that in an ageist way. I just mean it is interesting that there's sort of a sliding scale now that the younger the people are, the more they seem to be able to take on board what the, the, the specialists, because I'm not a specialist climate scientist, by the way. It's a question of can we take on board what the specialists in the field are actually telling us, that it's not so much that the climate is changing, it's more the rate of change. That's what's very, very different from what the paleoclimatologists look at in the past. You know? yeah, yeah. So I, I, the accelerating that, rate yeah. of change. That's exactly it, but it's just, you know, it's hard to take something like that on board. And then another point I'd add to that, though, is I would say, you know, what in terms of what happens next, I wouldn't be at all surprised if the next thing will be you'll see students, as in third-level students, beginning to join the protest. You know, it's yeah. surprising they haven't up to now, and I think the reason for that is, again, when you go into college, you know, you do law, you do politics, or you might do physics, but, you know, it, there are very, very few places interestingly, to this day, that offer climate science. And that's because education is very often a little bit one step behind what's yeah, going on. Yeah, there's a lag before. Yeah, there, there absolutely yeah. is. Um, no, it's very interesting. Do, do you have kids yourself, Cormac? Do you have anybody else? I don't, I don't actually. But I, I would like to give a, a plug to, uh, I, I believe there are protests in Waterford today, for example, at Newtown School. And here, I, might, I came out to Tremor for my lunch, and Arts School Namara also have a protest going on here. So it is, it is going on nationwide. And I, I really do think, um, as your last caller said, I really do think this is the beginning of something quite large. It's not a sort of a fashion that's sort of be No, I, I think it is gaining absolute momentum. I, I, yeah. You can sense it. You can actually feel it. Uh, look, thank you for speaking to us, Cormac. Fair play. Uh, loads of people texting as well. Someone says, why didn't they protest? Why didn't the protest organisers not consider holding it on a non-school day? Surely that would have encouraged even more people to go and not caused any problems at school. Somebody texted that into us yesterday as well. But here's the thing. It causes more issues. It, it it stops traffic. It creates more of an impact if they do walk out of school, if they do hold up the city, if they do do things that have an impact, if they sidle off of a, of a Saturday, it's kind of a side issue. They want to make impact and, and they're they're doing so. Someone else says, Kira, some schools have laid on buses for their TY students to attend, which is a great attitude by those schools. Thank you for that, Craig. Uh, and somebody else says, school kids can vote with their pocket money and buy less plastic stuff and only buy stuff that they really need. They can vote with their feet too. I notice all the school kids, I know the, t- the, the teens, they all use those um, plastic water bottles, you know, the, the, the reusable plastic water bottles rather than the throw away plastic water bottles. I think they're already sort of voting with their feet. Someone says, my school, go- my son goes to secondary school in Kilkenny. The school are supporting the climate change march and some students and teachers will be demonstrating at the school gates. The principal consulted with the student council on this as well. More schools should have taken this approach. That's a great approach. Uh, and somebody else says, if all the kids stopped eating McDonald's and meat and tried to stop the rainforest being cut down, it would go a long way to stop global warming. Uh, I think they are protesting today about things like uh, rainforests. I think I think that's all part of it. I think that's what this protest is about. Uh, and I don't think all kids are living on McDonald's either. And a lot of that's down to their parents if they are. Uh, and someone else says, I wonder if that march was on tomorrow, how many of the young people would be at it? Because more of the young people I know, most of the young people I know have absolutely no interest in the wider world and what's happening in Ireland or the world. Their life revolves around their phone. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I think more positively of our young people than that. I think they are interested. I think they are engaged. And I think they're kind of wonderful too. 